Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Yes, to the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, and thanks to you, you, the listener. Just one. Well, more than one, more than one. We we put out the call. We put out the call and said, look, we do need people to buy our merch, otherwise we just can't keep going because we had a bit of divert money for some production costs. So thank you to the listeners who got behind us and bought some, uh, some T-shirts and some stubby holders and some coffee mugs, and they need signing. And that's the best way to say, hello, Samantha Riches. Hello, Dane Swan, who has to sign them. Uh, yeah, how you going, boys? Well, and girls, I guess, and girl, boy and girl. <laughs> yeah, that was happening. Hello, yes. Yes, that's yeah. female. I do identify as female. Well, it's binary, isn't it, these days? Yeah. I don't even know. I don't know. Oh, I don't you know. Don't. Yeah. I don't even know what binary means, but I see people say it, so I just say it to make me sound so smart. Sound smart. So we say fingers crossed here. It sounds like we're taping. We've got much less delay. And last week was a debacle. We taped a very, very good episode with Corey McKenna who joined us. And we, we haven't got that many good ones in us to, for him not to go to air. Right. That was exactly our best right. one ever. Yeah. So we need to recap a few important things. Bar- Barney got in, never mind the people who got in via international uh, airports and, and, and got here in time to be thrown into a hotel. Barney got in in time for the haircut ban. Yeah, mate, you got a trim. Um, just wanted to be looking good during isolation. Look good, feel good, um, as they say. And um, he got trimmed up, mate. So he's looking sharp, cutting around the house. Um, yeah, mate, that's about as exciting as my last two what, week has been. Um, I'm certainly getting stupider, which is hard to believe. You've you've always said you're very good at doing fuck all, but I mean, you have to take yourself to the next level now. Yeah, but doing fuck all alone. Now I've got my missus in the house who just washes me. <laughs> doing fuck all and it's hard i feel very uncomfortable in my own house sitting on the couch doing nothing she just stares at me while she's doing work have you found yourself doing more things together dane is it bringing Um, you closer together or is it yeah well she's doing a lot more yelling and constructive criticism i'm doing a lot more sucking and walking around the house with me tail between my legs (laughs) okay all right i've I've removed the knives from the house um that's good smart move yeah, it's um, it's been interesting, but we're going along all right. We, so I'm on the 
I'm on the roof, I'm on the top level at the moment. Tails on the on the bottom level, so we're self isolating pretty well. She's doing a very good job of self isolating. I tell you, she won't come near me. So um, <laughs> we're very very diligent in this household. How are you coping with the difference between, let's say, playing footy and that three sixty degree type feedback? And it, with this, I guess, would be called one eighty degree feedback. Well, with footy, I could go home and bitch about the coach or bitch about the player who yelled at me here. <laughs> I can only bitch to Barney and the tail stand right behind me. So, um, so this is my outlet. I guess the, the divorce rate's probably going to go up during this time. Oh, there's no doubt. Like I said coronavirus might be might wipe out half the population, but half of it's got nothing to do with the respiratory infection. It's got something to do with the, the couples murdering each other, living at home for a month. That's definitely <laughs> what's going to happen. Crazy. We shouldn't make light of that, though. The, um, the government did notice a 75% increase in Google searches for domestic violence, and they have uh, allocated funds accordingly to both domestic violence help and mental health help, which is um, awesome. So I just want to throw that in there now. So if you are struggling with any of the above due to coronavirus, whether it is domestic violence, even though we're having a giggle about um, the situation, do reach out and get help if you need to. Oh, I'm, get, I'm getting stupider, like, because <laughs> oh, well, last week, really? oh, I know it's very, very hard to believe, but um, I have to. I've got, I use an iPad, so that's how I do my daily work. I'm on an iPad, so with this thing, this podcast thing that we're using, you have to have a, iPads not applicable, right? So um, mm-hmm. I'm using my partner's MacBook Air, and she's got Google, we have to use Google Chrome or something. I don't even know what that was, but Taylor has it on her. Computer, so I opened. I went to open the um, email, and it said, um, "Like put your password." And I was, I kept touching the screen to get the arrow on the um, <laughs> on the thing. And I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Tally, your fucking computer's broken." She was like, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, I can't, I can't hit the fucking password." She goes, "Don't answer computer, you fucking idiot. You got to use a mouse." I was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> well, I, I reckon I, I, I led dead set press it probably. 10 times. I was like, why isn't this working? I said, there's something wrong with your computer. She what's what have you done to it now, Dane? I was like, I swear I haven't. I just, like, I just, why won't it go on there? She moved the mouse. I was like, okay, that's probably why. So um, it's not going well for me. How are you coping, Sam? It's interesting, isn't it? My um, partner and I have done a lot more exercise than I usually do. I don't necessarily like exercising, but I'm super competitive. So if he exercises, I'm annoyed because I feel like I then have to. Like No one's telling me to, but I'm competitive. So it's like if he would just stop exercising, it would be better for me. But he's what got to be in his bonnet. He made me do the fucking beep test the other day. Who does the beep My house is tiny, but Jesus. on the block on there's a tennis court next door so oh, we've been okay. using to exercise oh well, i was gonna say geez, you're going her off someone who's complaining about looking government funds you've got a house big enough to do the beep testing no i've got 13 days to find a house mate or a job or i'm gonna get evicted so I'm not doing that well. they're not allowed are they didn't they say they're going to stop evictions for commercial real estate they're going to talk about um residential real estate in the next day or two but yeah commercial real estate they can't evict you for six months um residential we're still waiting to hear so fingers crossed How'd you go with Centrelink? Did you, you get in an urn? Um, not yet. I was on hold for three hours and thirty-eight minutes, yeah. and um, total of four hours sixteen. Tracy, the lovely lady, ended up having to do the form for me, the paper form herself for me over the phone because their system was down internally as well. So they were having all sorts of debacles happening at Centrelink. But um, 
She was lovely and I think we all need to remember that it's not Tracy that ate the bat. It's not her fault. She's just picking up the pieces for all of us. Um, then when I got off the phone to her, she'd accidentally put my phone number in incorrectly and they need your correct phone number to call oh, you back. Jesus. So I have to then change that manually. I have to wait till the website's back up. It's all a big fuck around, but we'll get there eventually. You know? Well, well did you try and line up? Because the lines were massive. Well, I live not far from the Centrelink in Paran, um, and the lines were enormous last week, but I walked past today walking the dog and there's only probably 10 people out there, so you might be better off lining up. Yeah, no, I haven't done that yet because I did see your photo the other day and I thought, fuck that. Isn't, isn't there a special place in hell, though, Sam, as you touched on, the, the people who, who abuse the people who are just working, doing their best at supermarkets or, mm. in this case, as you said, Centrelink or whatever, they, they haven't put in crap systems, have they? No, it's not their fault. To be honest with you, the system is not designed to help house or hold or help this many people and the numbers are in the millions. It's just ridiculous. Like I said, it's not Tracy's fault. And I was on hold for a very long time. I put it on speakerphone. Three hours and 38 minutes is a very long time. I literally pressed ring at 8 o'clock in the morning and it took seven times to get through. And from then I didn't speak to someone till lunchtime. So I got a lot of stuff done, done around the house. But but by the time it picks up, it's like when you're on hold for 40 minutes to tell you you get pissed off and I get it. But I think everyone real, needs to realise that they're doing their best from their end. They're not, you know, trained any differently just because now they've got hundreds of thousands of people calling them and they're trying to help you. So if you just yell at them, you're not going to get anywhere. You, they're trying. They're there to help you your claim in. So, you know, work together and get it done and just be kind to one another. Yeah. My, my internet went out for 30 hours last Thursday or Friday. Friday, Saturday, that's what I thought my world was ending. I would have rallied. Get coronavirus. I was like, this is the worst in the world. Like, there's absolutely nothing to do. So I tried to call Telstra. Like, it was a fucking debacle. Um, so I ended up calling a mate who like, did the electricity, I guess that's probably the word, in the house, the electrician who did the electricity in the house, and he came around and sorted it out for me. But, geez, I dead set thought the world was ending when that was happening. Um, no internet. It was a fucking nightmare. I don't have Wi-Fi in my house yet because, as you know, I moved in on the day that – I got sent yeah. home from the F1. So the day that it all kind of happened. So spending extra money is not something I can do at the moment because I don't have any income. So to use to use Wi-Fi, you don't realise how much you use your phone and you would rely on home Wi-Fi. I've already racked yeah. up all my, my gigs of data on my phone because I've been yeah. tethering on my TV and my laptop to do work yeah. at home. And do you have Foxtel? I don't have Foxtel because I don't have Wi-Fi. Do you need Wi-Fi? Do you know, okay, I don't know you need Wi-Fi to have Foxtel. I'm pretty sure you do on a smart TV. If you don't, let me know because I'm going crazy at home. Maybe in some areas. <laughs> hey, Dane, did you get the memo? The memo? What? Yeah, the, yeah, from the – I think the AFLPA sent out that every single player or past player had to do a TikTok video, and we haven't seen you on you doing a TikTok video. <laughs> uh, very funny man, Ralph, very funny man. You did the push-ups, though. Yeah, yeah, I did push-ups and I did game face. So, I mean, I've joined in the, the broader community's fun activities. Absolute hoot they, they were. Very impressive. Um, yeah. Um, no, I'm not doing oh, What's TikTok's an app, eh? Sam, can you can you just explain to the boomers, please? Yes, it is a, It is an app. It's a, you do little, I guess, dance breaks, you would call it, or little videos. You can do all sorts of things on there, but I guess the most popular way that it's used is to do little videos, a little dance videos. So perhaps you, Barney and Taylor, can do a little family TikTok. Yeah, no, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that I would get. I, I would get killed. Um, but that's it. Um, 
No, we, we we had a massive game of Uno last night with um, a guy on the street. Um, a guy oh, yeah. on the street. A, no, we, we just pull a random junkie off the street. No, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> needed three for Uno. Um, no, a guy who lives on the corner. And we played an intense game of Uno. You know, uh, last the three hundred wins. And my missus gets super competitive with me and she was off to a great start. And then the table, that would be, I could live stream that. That would be fun, like, to what live stream us playing, you know, because it gets very competitive and she always <laughs> says that I win and she thought I was cheating, but, but I won in the end and she flipped it and started throwing cards and cracked the shit. So that was quite fun. So I think a TikTok wouldn't go well either. But live, <laughs> live streaming... Um, Couples playing Uno and that together, I think, would be would be fun to watch. Sorry, what was Game Face? Explain to me what that was. Oh, Ralph. What was what? What was Game Face? You said you did Game Face. Did, did I? I can't remember saying that. No, that's what I think it's where you um, get football photos of oh, the game. Oh, I thought you were talking about my last story. I was like, I can't remember saying that word. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I think like there was a thing going around where you – have to put up photos of you in action or like playing right. three or something like that. So um, someone, I don't, can't remember who, Robbie Kearns from the Storm tag, from the Owen tagged me. So I just one was a photo of me, the ball was hit me straight in the face. <laughs> well, 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 since our last show, because uh, we, 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 we have to remember the last time we spoke, it didn't actually come up as a podcast. But uh, I, I'm, I, th- I think we have to call you a hypocrite, Dane, for – Calling Jordan Dugowie Jordan DeFatso on that uh, on the Channel Seven coverage. Well, one I didn't expect it to go to Channel Seven. Um, Colin would ask me to do a video for them, so um, thought it was just going to be in house, you know, just to the Collingwood fans, and, that, and that's it. Um, but I do as I say, not as I do. And <laughs> but you, you've talked about the agony of being fat shamed. Yeah, but only the very best get fat shamed. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph, that's what you got to understand. He can <laughs> take <the> truth, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not. Rolfin, yeah, exactly. I'm getting stupider and stupider. Um, but yeah, well, well, bad luck. He's fat, so he deserved. He was skin folds were over, so I, I copped it, <laughs> and I bounced back with an Anzac medal that year. So um, I was trying to inspire Jordan <laughs> to get back, and I think, I think I was Australian that year too, 2012. So um, not a bad, not a bad. Pick that up, please, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh well, let's say you're being selfless. In other words, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I do. Just trying to, just yes. trying to find all avenues to get the pies to reach the heights that we did in 2010. You know, I'd love them to get back there. So I'm just trying to find out what works for them. I'm a master manipulator. Hey, speaking of which, do you think is if the season's called off, do you think there'll be more opportunities to make it earn from the 2010 10-year reunion or less? No, absolutely less. Right. So less than game day and stuff like that. Well, our function's already been cancelled. Like our, our three day weekend's been cancelled. Um, I haven't told Taylor yet. Cancelled so or postponed? No, it's cancelled. So I haven't told Taylor yet. So I've still got those three days up my sleeve. So um, a few of the boys might have to walk out in a suit on Friday night and walk home in a suit on Monday. So it was, it was, <laughs> the reunion was great. We could see all the boys and just don't take a photo of me up on the Gold Coast or something. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely less. But I think we've got a group chat, and I spoke to. I think we'll. I would imagine we'll do an eleven-year, you know, like a big extravaganza for the eleven-year room because Collingwood will need to make money back too. I, I would expect. I would, fuck, I, I dead set can't talk. Um, I would expect Collingwood will make a fair bit of money 
off, like because we're about to have a big night at the Palladium and stuff like that, and a couple of other functions. So um, I would expect Collingwood would want to do it again, first to honour the greatest side in Collingwood's history, and um, the other because it would be a good revenue maker for them. So I think we'll still do it, but it'll probably be 2011 to 2011, 2021, I would imagine. But I don't work there, so I don't know. I'll, well, I'll, that'll just be me guessing. If not, we will certainly still have one, just the 22, but I still think it'd be good to acknowledge those wonderful players who played in 2010. Absolutely. Uh, Swanee, how are you seeing the players' uh, pay dispute through the window that now it's been settled, but also this, uh, which personally, just as a fan, but I think it's an insane uh, narrative that the media are running with saying the players are greedy. I think the players are the ones who put on the show, aren't they? Have you only just realised the media is insane, Ralph? No, well, I was part of it, so I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, distancing myself from what uh, what's ha- what happened in the past. But uh, players put on the show. That's what makes it ace, and, and they're entitled to every dollar the player the game can pay them. But there's less money now. Are they your thoughts, Ralph? I um, it's weird. So I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I haven't seen any of your thoughts in the last three weeks. Um, <laughs> keep it quiet. I'm keep it quiet. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, ne- is there? I'm going to Google if there's a Twitter anonymous, like Alcoholics Anonymous. You need, like, you, you, your wife needs to take your phone off you for at least like four hours. <laughs> I open Twitter like once, maybe every looks nothing once after every episode or show I watch. So I try and stay in tune to show as I just forget um, what I'm watching. Um, mate, you're, you're you're probably the first eight tweets I see, but I'm sick of yeah. reading them. Like, you don't follow enough people then. Mate, oh, well, I, I bet I, I'm about to follow one less. Correct. Uh, Smart strategy. Mate, you gotta, you got to start adding people. You start I think I'm excited. I see like 18 notifications. I'm like, ooh, someone's tweeted me, and then I realise it's not. It's just Ralph is. Yeah. Yeah, mate. You've got a problem. As a player. You've got, you've got a, I'll tell you my view, but you've got a problem. You really need to address it. Um. But my my view, I won't like any like anyone in 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 the public, you know, in the workforce, any workforce, you try to hold on to as much as money as you can. Well, it's just you know, it's just common sense. Whether you're an accountant, a brickie, a tradie, or AFL football or a politician, whatever, you obviously want to be paid as much as you can. Obviously they've come to a decision. Now I'm not involved in those meetings, obviously. I don't know what went on. But I think it's just they've already played a game and they've trained. So They've done all. They've done a lot of media commitments and done all that kind of thing. So um, they've come to an agreement, fifty percent. I think that's that's fair. I don't know why people wanted eighty percent because they still have to train. Like they still have to be a professional athlete. So it's not like um, they go, "Oh, I'm not going to pay," but you can go on holidays and do nothing now. They still have to train. Okay. They still have to eat well. They are obviously first and foremost. They've got to keep the lights on. They've got to pay their bills. Um, and they need they've got to pay their mortgages, and I understand whether you're worth thirty million or thirty thousand. Everyone's got different bills and mortgages. Um, mm. you, you spend up to your own, I guess. Um, but they like, they have to still be professional athletes. They have to eat. It's not like they can just eat fucking fish and chips every night, or you know, rice and beans like we did in the jungle. Like they have to eat a, a, a nice balanced diet, eat well, um, sleep well, um, look prepared, look after their bodies. Now, if that's I don't, know, I don't know how they can do this, but like if they need treatment on sore, sore parts of their body, massage, physio, I know, I'm sure they, they get that for free, but they might have to go up the road and um, look, you know, get it in other ways. But um, I think I think 50 cents fair. And listen, if it comes to a um, conclusion where right, they're not playing footy first and they cancel it, well, then that's another discussion to have where all right, they're going to have to obviously take 
way more of a pay cut because there's literally they're not playing till 2021. Mm. So then then I can understand taking an 80% pay cut if they're not doing literally not doing anything for the year and they don't have to train, keep themselves up, do media appearances because they're all doing stuff in the media now. So that that's another way to promote the footy club sponsors and and me and stuff like that. So um, and it's only for six, two week, two months in it. So listen, they all on pretty good wickets as we know, but. Um, I think for two months that's fair enough. And like I said, if they um, if they go right over, we're not playing till August now, so you've got two three months off of doing nothing, and then you come back for a month. Well, then all right, let's take you know it's probably fair to take another twenty percent. But um, but listen, I'm not you know I'm not smart enough to figure out what the exact number is. And I, I guess no matter what the exact number is, people are going to complain. Whether it's eighty percent, there'll be people saying that's too much or too not enough. And if it's 10%, people are going to be saying that's not enough or too much. So you can never make everyone happy. But as long as the AFL, AFL, AFLPA and the players and the footy clubs have all come to understanding, to be perfectly honest, it doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks. Like, um, are the media taking pay cuts? Who, who um, AFL media, are they taking pay cuts because there's no football to report on? Like, is all the foot, you know, footy classified, AFL 360, fucking... I don't know the footy shows on it, but Sunday footy show, like all these footy shows, um, are they taking 50, 60% pay cuts? Because there's nothing to talk about. They're just making shit up and watching. Like, so it's it's across the board. If um, if one person has to take a pay cut, everyone who's involved in the football industry has to, I think, and that's fair enough. Sam, how are you reading it? Yeah, I think that um, a lot of people have so, like they're so quick to bag footballers or NRL players. If you exchange the word footballer or football with any other industry, I think they're taking a huge pay cut. Like I've... I have a 100% pay cut because I'm not working at all. And what Dane's saying is these people are still technically working from home. So if you work from for Telstra but you've been sent home, you're still working and these people have not taken a pay cut. They're still working full-time from home. They're still expected to, like Dane said, keep their diet up, their exercise up to be to be a working athlete if and when the time comes that they have to come back to work on site. So they are still working from home. So I think a 50% pay cut is quite big considering they're still doing more than 50% of their workload, if that makes sense. Because if you weren't talking about footballers and you're talking about Telstra workers or any other industry, you just swap that word out, they've taken a huge pay cut. If they weren't working at all, like Dane said, they were were taking a 100% workload cut, then a 100% pay cut would be relevant. But I guess you've got to work out how much work they're still doing. And I think that 50% to keep the industry alive, because that's the thing, like AFL doesn't, AFL and NRL doesn't just employ the players. Like Dane said, there's so many other people involved in this industry. And it's not just that. You think about Melbourne on a Friday night, Richmond, all the businesses that benefit from AFL, NRL, A-League, all these games being played, the entertainment industry has gone has gone into complete lockdown and there are so many other people as a flow-on effect that are no longer working because of the AFL shutting down. So it's not just turning up and kicking a football between two poles. There's a lot more that these players are responsible for and I think taking 50% pay cut is a great effort by them and well done to finally come yeah, to a decision. exactly. My going from a million to 500 is a fucking fair whack whether, you know, some people say, well, 500 is still 500. Yeah, absolutely. But if you're in a, you know, you live to your means. So. Um, Absolutely, bills are halving. Yeah. Haven't haven't stopped yet. I'm hoping they do, but they, their bills haven't stopped. If they were on a million dollars, like you just said, their mortgage I don't think would be a two hundred thousand dollar house. Yeah, they exactly. wouldn't have bought a two hundred thousand 
$20,000 house. They'd have kids, you know, who have school fees and all these other, you know, there's things that they still need to pay for. Just stop looking at them like entitled footballers. They are people with jobs and I think that we need to be a little bit more lenient on them. Absolutely. Right. Sorry on the show on the show that never got to wear. <laughs> but but Corey Corey McKernan made a point and uh you know, I met Corey we were both in the 90s, he was becoming a star and I first uh, got a job in the media and at the time there were a lot of players who used to shoot their money off and uh and they became quite sad cases in, in, in some aspects. Corey said that Duck wasn't just a leader uh on field, he was a leader off field and he would uh, proudly get up to the boys and say about the importance of buying property and, and you know, investing your money wisely. Mm-hmm. And, and that's ideal. And, and he said the, well, a lot of the Kanga players did quite well. And I think what, what evolved was then player managers really became good mentors to, to players and, and got them to invest wisely. Well, that's the flip side. The media can't have it both ways and two stories about, you know, how footballers uh, went off the rails early doors. Now they're being responsible with their money. But part of being responsible with your money is you've got huge commitments when it comes to paying off investment properties. And it is a reality that if the, if the rug's pulled from under your feet, you then have to adjust pretty quickly. Yeah, man. So obviously, some invest well, some don't. Um, like ev- like everyone, I guess. But um, yeah, that's a, that's exactly right. Ralph, I don't know if you probably nailed it. I don't know what else you want me to say. Yes, it's more the insight that you can perhaps give our listeners that people who automatically say, "Oh, well, look, these players are on good money," but it, but you you know more than anyone. Your career just stopped on a foot injury. That uh, that it is that that that's something that is unique to playing sport at the top level. Yeah, and I guess, and the other thing. You know, thing about it is, what about the bloke who's twenty fourth? Played, I've been in at least five, six years. Played twenty, thirty games, and they've given him a one year contract this year. All right, mate, prove himself. Well, he'd be busting his ass because he needs to go and prove himself to get another contract. If he's on two hundred thousand and he's put everything in his AFL career, goes down to one hundred thousand, um, and he gets the ass. Like people in, who've got jobs who probably will still have them when the economy bounces back, where the the kid who's bummed around the league for five or six years, played off you know, 20-odd games. He gets the ass. He's back to the workforce, square one with hopefully he's done some some schooling or some other jobs in the workforce knowing that he's not going to be an elite AFL player for 15 years, even though everyone wants to be. Um, he's back in the workforce with no skills, and so he's back from square one. So it's not just the, the, the stars who are going to play for 15 years who are going to be set up really well after footy. It's the guys who are also in their last year of footy, third year, haven't played a game. On a hundred thousand, and they really need this money to help them through, um, you know, the next twelve months because they don't have another job when it brightens up. So, listen, no, for every AFL football that's in a great position, there's one that's in a not great position. Whether they've gone through a divorce, or fucking they've got kids who've got three kids who've got to pay hundred fifty grand in school fees, or a mortgage to the hilt, just trying to um, set themselves up for after footy. So, thinking the footy's going to make. You know, make him some good cash, and they've got three or four properties trying to get him self set up for life. Like for every one player that's set financially, there's one that's doing it hard, and there'll be plenty out there to thinking, "Fuck, where's one? How am I going to pay the bills this this month?" So um, we only hear about the good cases; we don't hear about the bad cases. Oh, well said, mate. Um, now, uh, now social distancing's come in overnight. We're taping this on a Monday afternoon, and uh, uh, you can only have what is it? Me and Taylor been doing Taylor's been social distancing for me for twelve years. So it's been awesome. <laughs> but it's a t- you can only have two at a time, yeah, in a public gathering. Now we can, yeah. Sam, is that how you've read it? As of tonight, no. I think. As of tonight, we're recording this on a Monday. If this goes pear shaped, but um, I thought of mate. I've that said have listened. 
to the Prime Minister more in the last 10 days than I have in my whole entire life. I don't even know who the Prime Minister was six months ago. But but now I've, got my, I've listened to him more than I care to imagine. And the Premier, I, didn't, I couldn't tell you the Premier was six months, six months ago, but I do now. I'm fucking sick of him. Um, and I'm sick of hearing the word coronavirus. It's driving me mad, and I guess it's only going to get worse. Well, I, I just want to think. I don't think we've, we've there's one group of people we haven't really thought about, and I saw him on Louis Louis Throw the other night. Polygamous. <laughs> yes. Do you know what a thruple is? A thruple. <laughs> a thruple. Now you showed me a photo of you doing a thruple the other day, bro. <laughs> a thruple <laughs> is three people who act like a couple. Is that Urban Dictionary? I, I, I'm hoping not. I'm hoping yeah. not. But I'll just play you a little bit from uh, from uh, this thruple from uh, Louis Thoreau uh, uh, show. It's called Olden States Love Without Limits. And I, I just wonder how they're going to cope with the uh, new rule of two. What the fuck do you watch, Ralph? So what about um, if you are kind of keen to cuddle, and I don't use that as a euphemism, I just mean no, cuddling, no, no, yeah. in the night um, with Amanda, but you find she's cuddling Bob, right? Then I'll just cuddle Amanda, cuddling Bob. You usually have the big spoon and little spoon when you're sleeping, and you've got people spooned up to each other. Mm-hmm. It's you've got the little, little spoon, spoon and the big spoon. Oh. And so if it's like this, then Nick could just come and yeah, join, because yeah. he could easily cuddle me. Yeah. But if we had switched, and like using your same example, if I was being the little spoon this time around, and Nick wanted to join in, I he might go, so. he can do this, or he can kind of butt up around to me and, and I, can, I can be the middle spoon as it were <laughs> wow <laughs> little spoon and big spoon they, why did the prime minister speak about that I don't see a problem with that <laughs> I'm, Ralph, I'm getting concerned I'm getting concerned when you're not on Twitter you're watching what was that called love of all Louis, Louis, Louis Theroux he's like a documentary maker haven't you, don't, you don't know Louis Theroux, Sam? Louis Theroux is. I'm saying that TV show. What was the show called? Well, here's the irony. It's called Love Without Limits. I actually switched it off maths to watch that, <laughs> thinking that I'd be getting some good doco. I'll just play a little bit more. If we can broach the subject of more intimate physical engagements, <laughs> uh, do they take place here as well? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. How does that work? He leaves for work first in the morning. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
So Bob and I are alone for an hour, five days a week. And then he gets home later from work. So Nick and I are alone for an hour every day of the week. Um, it sounds like um, it could be tiring for you. <laughs> I mean, it could be. There you go. So she's doing some overtime too. That's Amanda. Nick and Bob, when do they get their hour together? <laughs> That's a very good point. Thank you. Um, when she's tired. I said, Ralph, well, if you had to summarise what these people look like, would you be able to give us a quick... <laughs> Would you be able to summarise maybe their 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 physical um, attributes, if I have any? No, no. I, I think we could say this that I don't think any of them were in the in the semi-finals to be the final cast member of Friends. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so, what about, what about, know, on, what about uh, maybe being on Roseanne? <laughs> it's a bit of that happening. Probably yeah. more more that way. If yeah, we're talking okay. about ninety sitcoms. Yeah. 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 Okay. Perfect. Wow. I need to ask you this question. Okay, we've got some uh, got some uh, listener questions here, but need to ask you this one. Uh, uh, Triple M sent this out this morning. If public health called tomorrow and told you you had tested positive for COVID-19 and asked you to list all the places you'd been and all the people you'd been in contact with for the last 10 days, would you be proud of yourself or embarrassed by your actions? No need to comment. Just think about it. Sam, last 10 days, please. I'd be proud. Very boring life that I'm living. Yeah. yeah. I, I isolated. Very well isolated, yeah. Sonny? Um, who have I seen? Me, Taylor, the mate on the corner, and my cousin when we've gone for a run. So that's it. I don't know. Where, I don't know. Where, is that bad that I've seen three people? I don't know. Well, that's, 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 no, the, that's pretty good. That's the people I've seen. And my dog, and obviously I've walked past people like when I was running, when we were running the Albert Park Lake or the town or something, but like as in con. Conjugating con- is that the word? Congregating, um, Congreg- uh, just, Congreg- uh, just just one at a time. Uh, well, we had um, we had our, we had the guy in the corner over for dinner um, the other night, but that was before the rule of um, ten people. But we were self we were social distancing very very well. We're taking this very seriously, guys. Yeah, nothing to be laughed at. Um, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, so. I was driving down um, High Street. Do you think speed limits should be increased now because no one's on the roads? I was driving um, down High Street, down High Street, and it's forty on High Street, and there's not a person in sight. It is so slow. I think they could probably bump it up to sixty um, now because there's no one on the roads. But that was just what I Good thought. Point. Oh, so St Kilda Road today was empty at seven thirty. Empty. Yeah, yeah. I saw yeah, seen your photo. I've seen your photo. Pardon. Well, so I'm assuming most people haven't. Oh, okay, well, there you go. Well, well, most people haven't. So <laughs> uh, let's go. Um, from uh, Caslab Seven Swanee, what's your favourite alternative to toilet paper available at Bunnings? <laughs> at Bunnings, um, I've got yeah. I've got two alternatives, and they're on they're on their end of my wrists. <laughs> from Ross, no. would you rather take a dump and then realise you had no toilet paper, or eat meat free meat? Oh, nah, nah, the, the first one because you just, just fucking penguin walk straight to the shower, which has been doing the old waffle stomp. <laughs> From Pete College, have you ever partied with Ben Cousins? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, no. Did you watch this thing last night? I'm, I'm only halfway through because I was in the middle of a very, very tense game of Uno. 
I watched the second half of it. How was it? I told you that's a, that's a half I haven't seen, Ralph, so obviously we can't talk about it. Sam, did you? Did, Sam, I did you watch party it? with Ben or did I watch it? Well, both. I partied with Ben a, a little bit in my times back in the day. Yeah. And, How, uh, in Melbourne or Perth? In Perth, back in Perth. Well, he was wild. It was more an observation role that I was playing rather than a participating role. He's um was a was a wild cat. Um, but his documentaries copped a bit of flack online, especially on Twitter, mainly because it was clunky as fuck how they kind of just made him talk with Nat Fife and Nick Nat. Like Nico kind of makes sense. He plays for the same team and perhaps he would have looked up up to him, whereas, you know, the same jumper number. They play together? No. But no, no, I don't think they did, but Nico's four years younger than me, so he'd be. 28, so I don't think they would have because what's well, been 41, but it was weird having Fife in there. Like, and I think they played a game of tennis, and it was just a bit fucking strange, to be honest. But we hope that he's was sorry. one of the strangest things you've ever seen. It'd be like Swanee. Um, uh, do you know Ricky Ponning? Oh, do I know? I know who he is. Yeah, I think I've met him. A couple do you know of him times. personally, though? Oh, listen, if I, if we walk past each other on the street, I think we'd probably say hi, hi and bye, but. No, I don't know him enough to go around for dinner or to have a beer with him in a pub. There you go. So if if uh, they were doing another Dane Swan documentary and uh, and here's Ricky Ponning, we'd go over hit a tennis. You'd be going, "G'day, mate, how are you?" And yeah, then you'd have a hit a tennis. That was Nate, that was Nate Five. Oh, okay, so it was pretty yeah. odd. Yeah, pretty odd. Yeah, absolutely. Look, hopefully Ben's on the right track. Yeah, exactly. We all, we all hope so. You know, he's ever a lot of people my ages or and a bit. Younger's like idol growing up because of how hard he, how hard he worked on the ground, how good he was. So it's obviously horrible to see what he's done and what he's going through. But um, you know, it's up to him now to get himself back. And um, you know, for the football world, he's very forgiving. Um, there's a lot of players um, who have fucked up who have been welcomed back in the media and you know, in the footy clubs. But you, know, you do run out of chances. But hopefully, Ben has learned his his lesson. Um, it's taken him the hard. You know, he's, Learned the hard way, but hopefully he, he has and, um, you know, he, he comes back to a bit of normality in his life. Hmm. Can, can I ask you this question, Swanny, which is completely uh, non-controversial, but just you, I think, if i got my timeline right, were coming in up, up to your best when he was at his very, very best. How do you describe him out in the field when he was at his best? No, nah, he was a freak. Um, he's just his running capability. Just you obviously used to see him bust his ass on the field, then he'd run off to the bench, spew his guts up, then run, then Bounce back out in the ground like he like he was fresh. Um, he was very hard, and I, I didn't. I probably missed him at his peak, so I didn't get. I, ran, I played on him a little bit, but uh, mate, he was just a star. He was a jet. Um, he also had a couple of blokes who weren't bad by by Judd and, and Kerr next to him either. So, and I don't know who you would say in this day and age that trio was kind of unstoppable with Juddy and Daniel Kerr and Ben Cousins. Who would you say in this day and age is that trio of players um, currently yeah. kicking around the park? Not not to that level. That Dean Cox as well, who's you know one of the best all time rugby. And Andrew Embley on a wing. Um, oh, the, mm. the best. It's, they're yet to be proven because what have they got there? Three, three or four Brownlows between them, or count. You know that have yeah. a, a, fucking fifteen all Australians between them. Um, a flag, obviously won a flag. Um, no one really. Like that was this very very special mm. era. Um, 
Yeah, but, but no one. There's no one really like that. Richmond, no, the, no, Richmond don't have this GWS. Maybe at the end of their career, if you look at someone like Josh Kelly, Coniglio, um, Taranto and stuff like that, if you maybe look at them in five or six years. But um, but no one at the moment, mate. That's, that's why they were pretty special. Yeah, correct. From, from Lockerbie, uh, would Dane rather sit in the middle seat of a plane or get coronavirus? <laughs> Um, well, I think I've had coronavirus and it wasn't as hard as sitting in a middle seat. When was that, Dane? When I think I had it in Miami. Uh, the, the, day, the, day before the, the day before the Super Bowl, I thought I had it for about 30 hours. I had a fever, I had the sweats, I had like a cough. Well, I had all the symptoms. Like, no, and I was on a 10-day bender before it, but... Um, <laughs> 10 days? I don't Don't know, get like, bored. I, I'd been away for 10 days. It wasn't just fucking sitting in a house. I'd been away, so I'd been out, you know, I'd be on the piss every day. I've you know, been carrying on. So, um, but it hit me for whatever, and it wasn't, it wasn't a, like, just a hangover because I've had a million of them and I understand what they are. You can just get up and have a couple of drinks or just when you're on holidays, they're not, you don't really get hungover because you're on holidays. But, um, mm-hmm. But this was this was something else. This was a this was definitely a bug. I've definitely got a virus of some sort, a bug. Now whether it was coronavirus or it was just my body saying, Dane, you need to get all the poison out of you, get all the piss out of you before Super Bowl starts tomorrow. Who knows? But I I think I had it. But um but I've had so yeah, so back to your point. Um for a long haul flight, definitely C V. Uh but for like going to Sydney or something, I could cop a middle seat. Sorry, I'm stuck there. Did you say your body spoke to you about what you might need to do? And, and if so, how often has your body spoken to you over the years? Oof, my body speaks to me a lot, Ralph. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> two people on my shoulder speak to me a lot too. I hear voices a lot. What a though. year you've had. I hear voices a lot. What a 12 months you've had. Can anyone possibly think that the three most dangerous things you've done is read urban dictionaries, stick your head under the water in Israel and to shake hands with people? Mate, I'm telling you, man, fucking you stick your head under the water in the Dead Sea and see how much you like it. It was one of the more painful experiences of my life. I mean, mate, have to Can go. I ask you why you did that? Yeah, I've told, haven't I told you? Because the bus driver said don't. He said it'd be. It'd burn well, your Samantha eye. wasn't on the show for that one. So, does that shock no, you? No, I was on the show for that one. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you were. Oh, I thought yeah. I was going to Candace. Uh, okay, so um, uh, this is from Ross. Uh, Ralphie, have you ever taken party drugs? If so, did you put them up your bum? <laughs> I, I, I know and no, I suppose I can say. Um, <laughs> from uh, from Gippsland Gamehood, uh, Dane, have you ever been with a man? In what sense? Well, it doesn't say. It's, awesome. uh, that's just it. That's the question. I'm with men all the time. Correct. Well, I was with 45 over 15 years. Exactly. Fun. From leave, he bought a bought a beta yet. That's why I've got a really bad walking gait. <laughs> From leave, he bought a beta yet. I never corrected bidet. me when I got drafted. A what? A bidet. A bidet. A bidet. Um no, they're all sold out. Um no, well the shower's my bidet at the minute. I just have to I have to do a handstand. Do you have one of those removable shower heads so you can take it off? Nah, it's, um, it's stuck to the roof. The boat, they're both. I've got two in the main shower, and they're both stuck to the roof. So um, I just have to. I'm getting good at doing handstands. So I'll give you that. And the splits while while doing handstands. It's, um, but you just got to be careful which way the water runs. 
you don't want to run. You don't. You don't want to running on your stomach up to your face because then you're getting worse than coronavirus. So you got to aim so it gets down your back. Yeah. <laughs> hey Sam, there's a TikTok video. That's oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Try it, from man, little child. Any tips from working from home? It's an odd name, um, but you know, <laughs> parents must hate it. Um, was that any tips from working from home? Yep. Uh, don't do it in the vicinity of your spouse. Um, you okay, may get murdered. Um, no, just no. I don't have any tips because, well, no, I don't. Sam, just avoid working from, with near your spouse. From home. Um, don't have NBA playoff repeats playing in the background. There's one for Dame probably because I dare say you'll get very distracted. Yeah, no, I can't watch old games because I know the score unless I'm playing in it and I've played well. Um, <laughs> well, I know the score. You know what they should do? They should put – I don't know I don't know how they – it should uh, – I know some – they should have been like – they should have had some like untelevised games that no one knows the scores of. Um, back in the day, and play them, and you can bet on them or something. Give us something. To do what if you didn't know what game it was? Like you knew, say, like the Lakers are playing the Clippers, but you didn't know when it was from. What if they didn't tell you this was from 2012? Yeah, exactly. you know, round. Yeah. Do you reckon that would be better? Because then there'd still be a better element of surprise. Yeah, well, yeah. From like 30 years ago, well, we wouldn't have no idea. And then at the start of the game, you you just watch it from there. Yeah, I think that would be fine. Just occurred to me here, Dane. For, for thinking of you, of course. Um, when, when if you, you you play a Bruce Springsteen song, you download a Bruce Springsteen song. If a radio station plays it at TV, Bruce Springsteen gets an urn for playing it. Every single artist, you play an old song. Uh, the the rule is you got to the artist then gets a few cents, right? Royalty, I think that is. Yes, yes, that's where I'm going. So at the moment, the, the TV stations are playing old games. Surely there's some, there's an urn there for players if you're being seen on TV a second time. Well, I bloody question. hope so. I bloody hope so, Ralph. Um, I bloody hope so. I, I, I did think of an app the other day. What's <laughs> just, just an app where you, take, you can take a photo of anything that tells you what it is and where you can get it from. Like, so you're walking, that's a nice plant. That's a nice leaf. Take a photo of the leaf. This is a fucking hibiscus. You can get it from here. Or what's, what kind of chair is that? This is a Swedish chair. You can buy it from Ikea. What kind of hey, dog hey, trip? This is a friggin'. This is how Bill Gates started. Hey, hey, Dane. Hey, you Sam. know that you can search via images on Google. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, I'm not being stupid. But how do you put how do you put the photo into Google? You can drag it. Just drag oh. the photo into the Google search bar, and when you drop how it you- in there, you search for it. I wouldn't know how to drag a photo from my phone to anywhere, let alone to Google. Dang, you don't have a computer, do you, Dane? We, uh, the uh, listeners don't know this. Dane doesn't own a computer. Yeah, exactly. If, but if, you're, if, I'm out, if I'm out in the wilderness and I, I want to eat a berry to see if, right. the berry, if the berry is can is going to kill me or not, I'll take a photo of it and put it in the app and it goes, no, this is a fucking raspberry. You'll be fine. Well, this is a, a raspberry. Well, yeah. That's an interesting concept. Maybe you can. Let me investigate that for you doing it on your phone, but I know you can search via images on Google. Yeah, well, who, who, who's walking up the street and pulls out their laptop and go, hold on a minute. I want to see what's got a fucking tree that is. Yeah. <laughs> From Burns, what essentials are needed for the impending shutdown? Essentials. 
food. Essentials. Um, yeah. What can you not live without? What if the shutdown happens and you have to stay inside your house no matter what? Vegemite shakes. So food's the obvious one. Um, there's a there's a bit of Hansel and Gretel going on in my house. I think I'm tail's fattening me up to either eat me or if I don't know you're struggling with me to keep it warm when when we can't pay our bills because there's so much food just coming through the house, like so much baking and cooking. I think there's a bit of Hansel and Gretel. She's gonna throw me in the oven. You're gonna um, be the big spoon and the little spoon. Yeah. Right. Um, Maybe we can do a YouTube channel, Dane. Yeah, we made sourdough the oh, other day. Good. Yesterday, we made sourdough. Yeah. Did you stop working? Oh, my flat out, my flat out. I'm busier now than what I was when everyone had a job. It's fuck. Goonzy. What are you bringing back to? I the essentials. Um, yeah. Well, apart from the obvious, um, and, uh, the internet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Um, the Pornhub Pornhub Premium's free now <laughs> worldwide. So, um, you're doing more researching for our listeners. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We only do this once a week. Life hack. Work on something. Yeah. Um, oh, well, nothing that no one already knows. Couple of Borg Uno. Uno is very good. Um, mm-hmm. a, a, a streaming account. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. Toilet paper, obviously. A running I'll give a, I'll get a I'll get a life hack for, for maybe people who are more sort of my boomerish era. Life hack. Instead of the Dan Murphy's drive up, sign up to all those web wine websites and you get great offers all the time, ridiculously cheap stuff. Sign up to what? So like vintage sellers and seller masters and the Australian and all they have a wine outlet, Virgin Wines. Just sign up a lot of them and then when it's your turn, just you get it cheap much cheaper than going up to the bottle that you're not yeah. allowed to go to anymore. There's a life hack. Okay. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Thanks, Ralph. So was, yeah, I know. I know. Well, we've got people of all ages. <laughs> Very true. Uh, from Guernsey, Swanee, you're bringing back the Rat Bag label. Uh, and another life hack. I don't know if I said this. Um, <laughs> no, no, uh, essential. Whatever you do, don't use white towels. Right. Well, if you're going from the shitter to the shower, um, and you don't bidet it properly, you don't handstand properly. Well, white towels could come out reasonably brown reasonably quickly. <laughs> Who washes the towels in your household, Dane? Um, there's a couple of multicolored ones laying on the floor at the moment in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. No, uh, well, they've been. Um, oh, well, I don't wash them. No, let's be honest. Mm. I just fuck Thanks. it up. <laughs> From Rachel, can you discuss all the bizarre conspiracy theories about coronavirus, Sam? I think you're our conspiracy theory leader. Well, funniest one that I read the other day is that this has been done, it may may or may not have been done on purpose, but the funniest thing that they've said is it was done on purpose so that the government can inject you with a chip into your hands so that 5G works better. <laughs> what? Well, that 5G works better. So they're saying that they've done this on purpose so that we need to have a vaccine and hidden in the vaccine will be a little chip that they're going to inject into your hand so that 5G, the 5G network, works better and you become part of the 5G network. That's the that's the most ludicrous conspiracy theory I've read. That's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it is. I'll tell you what, if you heard the do you, – you're a Joe Rogan man, Sonny? Yeah, I do like Joe Rogan. Yeah, he had a guy called Michael Osterholm. If you haven't heard it, I recommend it, yeah, including I'll, where I'll the Corona. It. How good was that? Oh my goodness! Oh, oh my it, was, it was good for half an 
I was good for 30, 40 minutes, and I got a bit bored, to be honest. Yeah, but what is your normal attention span, though? Seven minutes. <laughs> so they've, they've beaten it by 400%. No, it, it depends what I'm listening to. Like, I was in the car then. I was doing, I was driving back. I was I was doing a function. I was driving back. I had a couple of hours drive or something, so I put it on. I turned it off after. I got bored for a bit, so I flicked it back on there. Fucking something funny. From Sam, myself. Dane, was there ever a time on the footy field you had to give a spray to somebody? Uh, I'm sure when I, when some asshole didn't handball it to me when I thought I deserved it, probably <laughs> probably so probably happen a hundred times a game. Um, no, I wasn't a, I wasn't a big spray. I couldn't be bothered. I had no energy. I couldn't had no energy to yell at people. I needed it all to try and get it. Um, and by the time I got to a stoppage, if I thought I had something to say, I was that fuck the ball had been thrown up. So I'd, I was usually there late. And then I had to get on me on my bike again. Um, but no, I wasn't a big. I'm not a Overly aggressive or big sprayer of, of people. I'll just move on, mate. From Martin, sick of stressful jobs and want something more laid back. Have you guys got any suggestions? Hashtag stuck. Wow. I'd like any job at the moment. This week alone, I've applied for Woolworths a third time, Dan Murphy's Asahi, babysitting, um, data entry, audio transcribing, and electrical estimating. So none of them are what I like doing, but you know what? Sometimes, mate, you just got to do whatever can bring a dollar in the door. Exactly. Swanee? Um, what about a test dummy for illegal rub and tugs? <laughs> there would be a big black market now at the moment, wouldn't there? There'd have to be some guy who, who needs to test test the person out, male or female, to see if they're good at their job. So well, being there. Well, it's like in danger to a new level. Well, well, you ask me for a lazy job, just fucking laying there getting a massage and getting ripped off. I think that would be a pretty lazy job. But just testing and then you have to report back whether he or she was good or bad at it. There's a lazy I'm job. A, I'm actually thinking of becoming a construction. You know the people that stand on the side of the road with the stop sign and then turn it to slow? Do you reckon that's a lazy job? Because I'm thinking of doing that. I can get you a gig there. My cousin, my, I can get you. I can probably get you a job there. My cousin owns KPI Construction, so labour hire. So they do all traffic control and stuff like that. Well, as they uh, say in Dane, let's take that offline. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I think you have to do some training for it. I don't know whether they're doing that at the minute, but we'll find out for you. But no one probably gives a fuck about that. Yeah, From Martin. What's the difference between a golf ball and a G spot? <laughs> what's the difference between a what? A golf ball and a genie spot? <laughs> A G spot. Oh, I'm G gathering spot. guys uh, golf balls a lot more often than they do G spots. Yeah. What? What, Ralph? Men will men will spend forever looking for a golf ball. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> That's sort of like a drunk uncle joke instead of a dad joke, isn't it? Mm. So, uh, and uh, give us a, a punt of few good tales from the track from uh, Leon. A what? Uh, well, I'm just, I'm just wrapped that they're still racing at the well, moment. I was going to say, well, do you think they should be? And I don't know. Because people would say you're biased because you you want them to race because you're in the racing industry. So why why aren't and I listen? I anything to bet on or anything just to watch on a, is is good for me. So I want them to keep going. But why are they the only sport that is, should be still going, Ralph? Yes. So and as you said, I want it to keep going. So self interest. I think that what's the phrase? Always back self interest because you know it's trying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because so horses can't get it. The Racetrack is 
set up actually for natural social distancing. There's one strapper per horse on a race day, and there's lots of stalls, so you can keep every uh, every horse and uh, uh, every strapper separate. You don't need crowds to race. Uh, it's a wagering sport, so as long as it's done off track, that's fine. They've isolated all the jockeys in their own little groups who are pretty much avoiding track work. Um, and so all the social distancing is actually naturally in place. The horses themselves have to keep getting looked after and have to keep getting exercised, and if they don't, they'll, well, obviously be tragic consequences for them. So there's the race day itself is is actually less crowded than a training track, and the training track now is putting in all social distancing measures, so there's no difference. I saw Dave Colbert, who I actually quite like, and I saw him uh, trying to get it. Who's, to who's Dave down. Colbert? Yeah, so Dave Colbert was an mm-hmm. Olympic silver medalist in long jump. He became a, a, a media person and uh, and uh, also he's got an a, a organisation called Jump Media that, uh, that promotes athletics. And he tried to say that it's a disgrace that horse racers keep racing. And, and apart from, obviously, uh, being a bit disappointed that, uh, that he didn't know the, the facts behind it. Ironically, yesterday, I've seen Dave go for a run on this bike path I, I was with yesterday. And I took the kids on and the bike path was pretty crowded, but everyone was keeping their distance. And in, and Dave said, well, what about in a race? How far apart are they? Well, I can absolutely assure you the jockeys are no closer than everyone is on a bike path. So the natural thing is you just need common sense and the industry can keep going just as you need common sense in society to yeah. keep uh, people going. The industry employs tens of thousands of people. So absolutely, I want to keep going for myself, but uh, there are lots and lots of people and, and having been a strapper myself, it is a pretty low paid job. So if you put all those people out of work just for, for the sake of it, you should never compromise the industry, uh, sorry, society's safety, but they're not with the way they're doing it. So fingers crossed. So why did, why did David Calthorpe's tweet or whatever get, um, get you so upset? Because I've never heard of him. So did he... Well, do people listen to him, do they? Or is it just was he just one person's opinion who you just decided to bite back at? Well, he's, look, he's got 10,000-odd followers. And okay. as, I, as, yeah. I, as I said to him, and I cannot go with him, I know him. Um, but, but he, you know, the athletic sports, um, they're government-sponsored. Uh, his business is government-sponsored. And he's trying to just get on his high horse and shut down an industry. Oh, which pardon the pun there, Ralph. Pardon the pun. He's not allowed Absolutely. on yeah. Absolutely. And it's 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 not an industry sponsored uh, uh, sport racing. It's an industry giver, given you know as a, and and yeah, it's of course because it's gambling. It's a gambling sport. People aren't in a hurry to watch horses run around in a circle and say, yeah. "Wow, that horse ran around in a circle really well that time." It's not a ball sport. It's not. It's what it is. Um, but it's it employs lots of people. And you know, when someone said to me, "Oh, well, it's just because of the gambling," I said, "Well, if it's just because of the gambling, they'd still have casinos and pokies venues open." It's not. Yeah. It's because yeah. there's there's no compromise to safety, which has to be number one. And then from there, you try and go from there. So, oh, well, um, I agree. Yep. So let, let's uh, let's hope it does. And I'm saying a self interest, but there's so many jobs at stake. People don't believe how many. I should maybe play so, footy uh, on horses then. <laughs> oh, I love I love the intellectual thinking all the time. That's yeah. great. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, so uh, anything, uh, Sam? You've got some uh, life hacks to finish with, I believe. I just thought I'd give like a few people have said to me that in their quarantine days they need a fun fact to come through and. Thought this one's kind of relevant, um, and that a lot of people bamboozle me that they don't actually know this. But the government's come forward and said that we shouldn't be using Nurofen or anything with ibuprofen in it anyway. So I wanted to just quickly, quick life hack, explain to you the difference between the two. Now a lot of people take Nurofen when they've got a headache or 
for, for a painkiller, they go, I'll just take a Nurofen. But it's actually not the right drug to take because a Nurofen is a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug or an NSAID type of drug. So what that means is it works on reducing inflammation in the body. So if you've got pain that is due to inflammation, like a swollen ankle, all that Nurofen will do is reduce the swelling. So if you've just got a headache that's not due to any swelling, then taking Nurofen is not going to do anything. You need to take a Panadol, which paracetamol is a pain relief or pain blocker. So if you're taking Nurofen to get rid of a headache or for any pain that's not to do with swelling or inflammation, then it's not going to do anything. You always bring smart stuff to the table. I usually do something else to get rid of the swelling, but... <laughs> and have you got a joke to finish with, Dane? Um, yeah, okay. Uh, what do girls and noodles <laughs> have in common? What? They both wiggle when you eat them. <laughs> Dane, I'm pretty sure you did that on the last podcast in studio. Pardon? Did we? That was your last. That was your joke for the last one in studio. Oh, was it? Oh, fuck. Sorry. Well, <laughs> one from Monday or whatever day we did it last week. Um. Oh, fuck. I can't remember what I said. What did we say? Goodbye. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I thought we said goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.